Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the What Would Chino podcast. I haven't sat down and done this in, it feels like forever. I'm a little bit sick of the intro music, like I don't like it, that's why I haven't added it. I don't know, I just, I can't make up my mind with this stuff. But I finally have the chance to sit down and record a quick episode. So today I am going to be giving you 13 different ways that you can make friends as an adult. There's been like a lot going on in my life that like I just haven't had the chance to sit down and actually record this, which it's kind of been kind of depressing. And I know that I said that my next episode would be about gut health, but I actually had full intentions of doing gut health because I put up a story on my Instagram and I put out three different episode ideas and the most voted one was your gut is your second brain. And I promise you it is coming. I just, I sat down and I did a lot of research and put together everything that I learned and everything that I wanted to talk about. And I think it truly is the most underrated and one of the most important topics that I could possibly about and want to educate anyone who wants to know more about it. But the more I thought about it, I was like, Maybe I should probably get someone who is a quote-unquote professional because I feel like I can talk about topics like that. I'm not a professional in it. Like I can share my own personal experience and research and stuff, but it's kind of like my episode with Tyler. If I had have come on and spoken about psychedelics rather than someone who has a lot of knowledge and a title, I don't think you guys would have taken it as seriously. So what I really want to do is when I do get that episode out, I want to someone who's really knowledgeable in the whole gut health area. So it is coming. I just, I want to make sure that that episode, I do get someone on to talk about it rather than me just sitting down and just spitting shit. I will do the quote of today and gratitude. So one, well, one thing that went well for me today, I got to go and watch one of my best friends play netball and she won her grand final. Shout out to Letitia. So proud of you. Another thing that went well for me, I also went and watched my um, little brother in his grand final this morning and got to see my family. So that went well. They didn't win, but it was still really nice to see everyone. And one thing that I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the fact that I have a car and I am able to get to places and transport myself around because that's something I definitely take for granted every single day. So before I get into today's episode, I thought this quote was quite relevant to, you know, I'm going to talk about friends, how to make friends as an adult. But the quote is, this is from Stephen is it Bartlett? He has the podcast diary of CEO, but the quote is set clear boundaries and protect them. You don't lose real friends, real opportunities, or real relationships. When you start standing up for yourself and setting clear boundaries, you lose abusers, manipulators, narcissists, attention seekers, and mental health destroying leeches. Straight into the episode. Cause I have, I literally have work in 20 minutes and I'm trying to, I have to leave in 20 minutes. So I'm going to try and do this as quickly as I can because I know if I don't get it done now, it's currently Saturday, it is 10 to 7 p.m., I'm not going to get it done. And I just, I need to get it out because it's been at me and at me and it's literally been making me depressed that I haven't been able to do a podcast, which probably sounds a little bit silly, but 
Anyway, okay, so how to make friends as an adult. Now, obviously, I'm going to give you 13 ways that you can make friends as an adult, but of course, you actually need to go out and put in effort to make friends. So these are typically ways in which you can meet new people in order to make friends, if that makes sense. So I'll be giving you ways that you can do so, but we have to remember we actually have to put in the effort to speak to people and sometimes make the first move, even if we're kind of scared of rejection or just scared of making the first move in general. So number one of 30 different ways that you can make friends as an adult, join a new group that shares similar interests with you. So whether that be a new gym class, poetry, book club, maybe a new footy club if you're into that, basketball, breathwork by the beach in the mornings, dance classes, You know, even if you're someone who likes going out to different nightclubs every weekend, spark up conversations in the girls' bathroom. I mean, that's always interesting and I feel like, I don't know what it's like for males in male toilets. I mean, if you can do that, go for it. But I feel like as a female, it's quite easy to spark up conversations in the girls' bathroom. And... I know, especially for mums with like new bubs, even in particular, doing stuff like that can be really hard. Even gym classes. I actually seen something on my Instagram the other day because I was writing this up and I was trying to include like thinking of when I say adults, I was really just thinking of people related to my age. But then I was there are also people that are my age and also older and people who have kids. So sometimes this can be a bit different or a bit harder. But even if you're in that situation and maybe you even just want to go to the gym, but you have the guilt of, you know, not, I know, I think mums can feel guilty of doing stuff for themselves, but no, if you go to the gym, how you show up for yourself reflects the relationship you have with your kids and yeah, just so putting yourself first and joining things like whether that be the gym class or doing something that you really love, really passionate about, the fact that you're putting yourself first, it's going to benefit how you show up for your child in the long run. I just had to let Winston into the room, so I swear to God, if you can hear him snorting in the background, I do deeply apologize. Number two, join Facebook groups and spark up different conversations. I feel like that's a really easy one, like podcast pages or pages that share your interests. So for me, I'm in podcast pages, um, also in French bulldog pages because I have a French bulldog. I know there's a lot of meat and greets and French bulldog catch-ups. I know not everyone has a dog, but maybe if you're into podcasts, like join, like a lot of the podcasts have Facebook groups. Winston, I can, I, if I can hear him, you guys are going to be able to hear him. You guys are going to be able to hear him. Winston, stop it. I know this was way back and I probably shouldn't even be recommending this, but I don't even know if it's a thing, but Melbourne Gal Pals, I left that group ages ago, but I mean, if it's still around and it's not as toxic as it is, maybe start replying to people's posts on that. I don't know. Number three, reply to people's Instagram stories and spark up conversations that way. Maybe you follow someone on Instagram and you think maybe you vibe or you can feel their energy. You feel like you would maybe get along or you could be good friends. I would start off by reacting to their stories or messaging them through Instagram and then slowly turning into that 
turning that into, hey, do you want to go and catch up for a coffee? I know it can be a bit daunting, but you would be surprised that the people that are doing the same for you. Do you know what I mean? Number four, this one's kind of cringe, but also cool at the same time. I met a friend off this, but it's Bumble Friends. So Lucy and Nikki, I don't know if you guys know them, but they have the Happy Hour podcast. They recommended this. I think it was like one of their their sponsors or whatever. But when I moved to Melbourne and I literally had no one, I downloaded that app. Like you're flicking through it. It's literally a dating app, but for friends. And then you flick through, read it's yeah, whatever. You guys get the gist, but it was, it's really cool. And I think it's a great way if you're, if you're moving somewhere, you literally have, have no friends or you don't know anyone. I think that app is a really good thing that you could use. Number five, go into a share house with people and try and set aside time to spend with them. This is a great way. Like maybe you're moving your hometown or moving houses in general, live with friends. If you like the idea of that, because that's a great way to make friends. Number six. I know not everyone can do this, but if you can, get a dog. When I say I've met so many people through my dog, like I have. It's because when I go to the dog parks or walk past people on the street and they've got a dog and your dog starts saying hello to each other, then conversation sparks and, yeah, all of a sudden you've got a new friend just from your dog. Thanks, Benston. Number seven. Put yourself out there when and if you do travel to different places. Number eight, if you're anything like me and are a massive introvert who loves being alone and being around people all the time drains me, not like every now and then. I love being around my friends, but if I'm around people like every day, every second day out of my house, it fucking drains me and my social battery needs a full week to recharge. Anyway, yeah, it drains me. But sometimes actually making yourself go out to new places and saying yes to new opportunity can be the best thing for you. You aren't going to meet people and make new friends if you're staying in every weekend. Is that a dig at me? Yes. Lily, stop staying in and focusing on uni. (laughs) Nine, get to know the people in your neighborhood or apartment complex, spark up conversations and ask them to go out for coffee. So I have a little story about this, but when I was, when I first moved to Melbourne and I I was in an apartment complex and the way that our apartment worked was we were kind of like our balcony was kind of shared, but it wasn't like it had this wall in between it. I'd see my neighbors and would just be like, hi, and then nothing would really happen and blah, blah, blah. And then there was one night I went out and I forgot my keys and I ended up like the way that our apartment worked is that you could ring people, like you can buzz up their room or whatever. And thank gosh for the fence because you can actually jump the fence to get into our apartment because we didn't leave our door locked to go out onto the balcony because we were in this No one could rob us if that made sense because we were, yeah. Anyway, if you've ever been to my old apartment, you would understand. And I ended up calling my neighbor's number and was like, hey, like, I'm really sorry. I don't have my keys. Can you let me in? So that happened. They let me in. I was severely drunk, had massive anxiety about it the next day because I was just, you know, intoxicated. They probably thought I was idiots. That was kind of like the first time that I'd spoken more than three words to them. And then the next day I actually, like, I well, it was like, I think it was that same week, but I went and bought them chocolates and left them a note 
<laughs> I know, it's so cringe, but this is, guys, this is how you make friends. I got the chocolate box. I wrote a little note. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. That was so cringe and super embarrassing. Blah, blah, blah. Love your name, but Lily. And then they wrote me a note back and were like, hey, if you ever want to hang out, here's my number, blah, blah, blah. And then I became really good friends with the girl that lived next door, M, who's now one of my best friends. It's super depressing though because when we were living next to each other, we would go to the gym most days with each other. We'd literally see each other every day and now we don't live in that apartment complex. Like she lives 20 minutes away from me and our schedules are just so fucked up. I never get to see her anymore, which sucks. But yeah, she's one of my best friends and I did that by jumping the fence and calling them up saying, let me in and was embarrassing and wrote them a note and gave them a chocolate box. And that's how we became friends. Sometimes you just got to be cringe and you got to do it and you got to make the first move. Because if I hadn't have done that, I don't think that we would have become really good friends like we are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Number 10, meet your friends, friends, because you already have something in common. But also I think If you are doing this, there also needs to be boundaries. Obviously, we all want our friends to get along, but you don't need to be friends with every single one of your friends' friends, if that makes sense. I think Alexis Fernandez actually spoke about this in one of her podcasts. She was saying people like having different friendship groups or different friends for all sorts of valid reasons. And I think she was saying that like she's got she's friends with all like Lucy and Nikki and stuff, and then she's got her friends, and obviously like they hang out as a group for like social events and stuff. But she was like, but my friends would never be expected to like be invited if I went and hung out with the other group alone. Like there's two, I don't really know if I'm making any sense here, but meet your friends, friends, but there also needs to be boundaries because I think people do like having different friendship groups for different reasons, if that makes sense. I don't know. Number 11. Make plans with the people you work with outside of work hours. So go out for a drink, go out for lunch, see each other on the weekends, but don't do not do this if you have a toxic relationship with them in work or maybe you like not having anything to do with your work friends. I don't know. Number 12, if you're a parent, start conversations at your child's daycare, kindergarten or school, even things like doing mother's club maybe if you have a young bub or maybe there's a special gym class at 9.30 that's specifically for mums. Um, I don't know. And the final one, number 13, is if you can attend professional networking events, so trainings or cocktail hours or stuff like that just so you can really get out there and make new friends. This episode was super quick. But if you are still here, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I have been quite down that I haven't been able to put in a lot of time into the podcast lately just because I'm so uni is so fucked at the moment. I think next week I have, like I'm at uni and then the following week I've got a week off, whether I use that week to like catch up on just shit in life or dedicate it to the podcast, I don't know, but I will, you know, keep trying. I'm just trying to hang out there till I think my exams are done in November, which seems like a long time away, but I know it will come quick. And then I'll be back to posting, getting a new app out every week and I'll be able to focus on it more. So I definitely spoke way too quick in this app. So I do apologize, but 
If you're still listening, thank you so much. And if you could please give me a quick rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, but only if you genuinely like listening, of course. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. You know you haven't done this in a while when you almost forgot like your outro line. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye.